0: Hello spirit friends, welcome to Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj. This podcast offers you practical spirituality to help you reach the highest and best version of yourself. I'm a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer turned certified spiritual life coach, and my intention is to help you shift out of mediocrity closer to a life of your dreams. Words of Wisdom offers practical life and spiritual guidance, life-shifting tools, and helps raise your vibration to align to the life you truly desire. Now let's get connecting to your highest and best self. Welcome to episode 4 of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host Minerva Maharaj. Today we'll be talking about three reasons your intuition doesn't work. Let me break down exactly what we'll be covering today. First, I'll be sharing what is intuition. Second, why is it important to utilize it? So what happens when you ignore your intuition and the stark difference of what happens when you do follow your intuition? And next, three reasons why your intuition isn't working for you. And we're going to end with a little fun soul work to help fine tune your superhuman skill of intuition and help strengthen that for you. So what is intuition? Intuition is that inner voice, that inner wisdom, that sound of your higher self, the voice of your spirit. And this voice will never lead you astray. I say this voice is like pinched off energy from source energy. And in that energy, that energy embodies a never-ending love and well-being. And that energy that lives within you sounds and is aligned to the vibration of love and well-being so if that energy lives in you it's going to speak through you and it's only going to speak to and point you towards what is best for you so it's never going to lead you astray now why is it important to utilize your intuition when you lean on your intuition like i mentioned before that pinched off source energy, that voice that lives within you, embodies the energy of love and well-being. So it embodies this higher energy that's only well-meaning and, and going to lead you to the highest and best. It only wants what's best for you. So when you learn to silence the noise around it, connect to it, and strengthen it, that voice then when you listen to it it will lead you to the best outcome sometimes it's not direct it's not immediate but it's a path it's a step towards the highest and best and other times it will give you immediate results of a great outcome so you will never be straight led the wrong way when you choose to listen to your intuition And when you do ignore your intuition, it gives you the exact opposite. It's going to lead you to more heartache and more pain and more suffering. I find this intuition is like an inner GPS, an inner guidance system. And when you listen to it, it'll lead you to the ultimate best outcome for you and all those involved. And when you ignore it, then... It's going to lead you to more pain and suffering. So, to give you a, an example of this, is just say you're dating this guy, or you met this guy, and you're get all the, you know, you're on the first date, and all the alarm bells are going off, all the red flags are going off, but you're your intuition is saying something is off here, something is wrong, you gotta, you know, this should be the last day, you should run the other way. But the other side of you, which we're going to talk about soon, is that other side of you that ignores the intuition is saying, you know, you're running out of time. This better be the relationship. You've been lonely for a long time. You haven't been in a relationship. You want to be with someone. You're got to make it happen. This is what I want right now. And you ignore all the alarm bells, that feeling in the stomach, everything that's telling you, no, you ignore, you push it down and you follow the other side, the flip side of that. Um, And you're going to lead to most likely an unsatisfying relationship and more pain and struggles and more stress and drama. So that's just a short example of what happens when you ignore or follow your intuition. Three reasons your intuition doesn't work. Three reasons your intuition doesn't work. Number one is you don't work it. It's like a muscle. It's like a skill that needs refining. Just like when you want to get stronger in the gym, you want stronger arms, arm muscles, then you're going to lift those weights to strengthen it. You're going to practice it. You're going to keep increasing those weights. And you're going to, the more you do it, the stronger your arms get. Same thing with your intuition. It's like a muscle. It's a spiritual muscle that needs working out, that needs exercise. And so when you keep practicing that in your daily life through trusting your intuition, through practicing it, through having fun with it, with little things and big things, um, and then turning to it and like, what should I do? And you just close your eyes and you connect with your intuition, connect to that inner voice. then, And you get an answer and you act on it. That's that's the missing key there is acting on it, not just hearing it and then doing whatever you please to do, um, but actually taking action from whatever ac- answer that arise from your intuition. And when you act on it, that's how you build that muscle. Of your intuition. That's how it gets stronger. And the more you practice it, the more definite and the louder that intuition becomes. And it it becomes undeniable that you can't ignore it. Now, how do we get taken out of our intuition? We're actually all intuitive beings. So if you're saying, I'm not very intuitive, you were very intuitive. You've just been conditioned out of it and haven't been condition, conditioning it enough. So we often, this often happens in you know our childhood. We are born intuitive beings. We know how to eat. We can sense energy. We can sense when we like someone. When we don't like someone, we start crying. And we get conditioned out of it at an early age in ways of people telling us what to do, what to like, what not to like like, what not to do, Um, even being forced to go hug people when we're feeling kind of, you know, there's something off here because we're intuitive energy beings. Before we were critical thinking doing beings if that makes sense I do feel like we sense a lot of energy we come here with this high light vibration and we're feeling energy beings we we sense things as a baby and we we depend on that intuition it's been our survival when we since we were little babies and when we As we grew up, well-meaning caregivers conditioned us out of it. And also observing um, older figures around us not engaging in their intuition is also a way we learn not to rely on our own intuition. So we do get conditioned out of it. We are intuitive beings. It's still there. The intuition is there. You just need to practice practice that muscle, you need to build that muscle again. And you can do that in little ways throughout the day. And in our soul fun work that I'm going to share later, I'm going to give you some ways to start engaging and remembering the times you have used your intuition. Um, But you can practice that throughout the day, whether it's like, you know, do I want to eat this? Do I want to go down this road? Uh, Do I want to see this person? Should I call this person? Um, And and really just gauging and picking between what feels heavy and light. Number two, the second reason why your intuition isn't working is because you're choosing ego over intuition you're choosing your ego over intuition so what happens is you you're in the situation you don't know what to do and your intuition just sparks up it speaks up it lights up and what you do as the well-meaning human being you are is you snuff out that flame you shut it down you shut it out and we often do that because it's not logical. Perhaps we're afraid of what we might hear. We're afraid of the answer. Or we're also afraid we'll be disappointed if we were to listen to intuition. And so our intuition, if you look at it like a flame, it shoots up, it sparks up. And then we take that, you know, that little snuff, I believe it's called, that you put on top of the flame to snuff it out to take the oxygen out of it you don't give it life and you snuff that flame out and your intuition is out and what happens is that snuffing of the flame is actually your ego it's your ego that's taking over and so like the scenario I shared with you earlier if you're on a date and you know all the red flags are going up but this person is not right for you this person is not right for you then and then you ignore all of that that's actually your ego stepping in you st- the ego steps in because it's saying you know, minute you start hearing, you know, you've got to work through this. This is the only chance you have. There's not much good guys out there. Take what you can get. You're very lonely. You're never going to find someone. You're going to die alone. All of those voices that you hear is not your intuition. It's actually your ego speaking. So even if you want to look at it like that cartoon devil and angel on the shoulder, um, that's sort of kind of the, you know, the tug tug of war that you may be having. And sometimes you think it's your intuition speaking when it's actually your ego. And the reason it feels like your ego is because you've been sitting in the Ego chair, the ego has been the driver's seat for so long. It's been oper- you've been operating from ego for so long. It's been the driving force in your life for so long that it feels so familiar and comfortable and powerful because you've been leading in that place. Although it's uncomfortable, because you've been sitting there in that driver's seat for so long, that ego has been sitting in that driver's seat for so long. The ego feels so familiar and feels so strong that it has a power over you that you may think it's your intuition. But the way you can differentiate between ego and intuition is that anytime something feels heavy and it's fear-based, you know, it's filled with lack, insecurity, worry, anything that's fear-based shows up in a form of fear. That's your ego speaking. That's the false self, the falsehood speaking. When you feel that lightness, that ease, that expansiveness speaking, that it may feel calm, that's your intuition speaking up. Now, the challenge is, is, which voice are you going to listen to? That heavy fear-based one that's been dominating the driver's seat for so long? Or is it going to be that light, expansive, calm side of you? That sure side of you? that you're gonna listen to. Now, I know you may be practicing and leading with ego for so long that it's hard to hear the intuition's voice, but it's there, I promise you. It's just a matter of, you know, tipping the scale back in favor of intuition right now, maybe at 80, 20. But again, the more you practice these muscles, the more it can become 70, 30, and then 60, 40. You don't want to jump from zero to 100, especially if you've been leading an ego. We all do lead an ego at some point. Some of us are just um, not as awake as others, not as conscious about it right now and it just all takes practice and we will get there with a commitment but the more you practice leaning on your intuition the more it gets stronger the more it gets louder and the more that you listen to it it will lead you to the highest and best outcome for you and all those involved it will lead you to that partner who is best for you you're not going to end up alone you will have the life that you desire and better so when you choose ego over intuition, ego is going to snuff out the flame. Ego is going to create more of a life that is fear-based because it's fear-based in itself. It's created from fear. It's created out of looking for love, safety and approval. And that's where the ego comes in. And it sounds very loud and strong and clear right now. But I promise you, the more that if you become aware of when this heavy energy steps in, that quote unquote, cartoon devil on the shoulder steps in versus that angel, that lightness, That expansiveness, that calm side of you, that calm voice, the voice of your spirit, the voice of your essence. When you lean on that a little bit more each day, you strengthen that and that will become the louder voice and you'll actually be able to observe the two and know when it's the angel or the quote unquote devil talking. And I mean that in, you know, the most loving, cartoony way about the angel and devil on the shoulder. Number three. The third reason why your intuition doesn't work is because you don't trust it. You don't trust your intuition. And if you look at any relationship in your life, the one with your parents, a sibling, maybe your significant other, maybe even a coworker, what happens when you don't have trust in that relationship? Does it build it or does it destroy it? It's like if your partner keeps doing something to you to prove that they're faithful and that they love you and then you keep knocking off to the side and and keep disregarding their efforts, keep disregarding their expression of love for you or everything they're doing for you, eventually that your partner will get discouraged and eventually will stop doing those things to prove to you. It gets tiring. So when you don't, take a look at it as a relationship with your intuition. Look at your intuition as a person, as an entity, and what will happen if you did have trust in it versus... What would happen if you didn't have trust in it, excuse me? If you didn't have trust in it, it's not going to build a relationship. It'll more destroy it. So we need to start practicing trusting your intuition. And if you're saying, well, I trusted my intuition before, but it never worked out for me. Again, you want to take a close look at that. Is it your intuition that was speaking or was it your ego speaking? Was it, you know, because you didn't get what you want, you think, oh, well, my intuition led me astray? Or is it because You know, just because you didn't get what you want doesn't mean your intuition wasn't there for you. Maybe it's leading you to something that's better for you, something that you, you know, may not be asking for, but it's in your best interest. Um, So I do hear that a lot from people that I I don't know, you know, I don't trust my intuition because, you know, it doesn't, it never turned out how I wanted it. So that may be the problem because it's not what you wanted. What you want and what's the highest and best for you are two different things, So you want to take a look at this on, you know, the trust level that you have with your intuition. Where have you not trusted your intuition? Where have you ignored it? Where have you disregarded it? Um, Because that's going to be destroying the relationship between you and your intuition. So... I would like you. I would invite you to take a look at the times your intuition was there for you, whether you listen to it or not. You, can, I'm sure, in hindsight, you can take a look. There's scenarios in your life where you're like, "I knew it. I should have listened to it. My gut feeling told me that. That's all your intuition sp- speaking up for you." So I want you to take some time to reflect on that. At least n- list at least five scenarios where your intuition was loud and clear and it was pointing you to the right direction whether it was saying no don't do this or yes do this or no don't go this way and then or yes go this way Um, that feeling inside of you where it's that light expansive resounding voice that you heard whether it was faint or even a whisper in the background or was really loud and clear I want you to take some time to Think about some moments in your life where your intuition was there for you, whether you listen to it or not. So a quick recap of of the three reasons your intuition doesn't work is number one it doesn't work because you're not working it you need to work that intuition just like a muscle you need to exercise that spiritual muscle by practicing it every day practice it practice it in small ways whether it's like what do I eat where do I go what street do I go down um, and also that lists all the times your intuition was right when it was telling you that this person was right for you, this person was off. I want you to list all those times and start building that muscle, that intuition muscle. Number two, the second reason why your intuition isn't working for you is because you're choosing to listen to ego over intuition. So how do you tell when it's ego in play versus your intuition? Ego will feel heavy. Ego is fear-based. Ego is in search of love, safety, and approval in all the wrong ways, in ways that are no longer serving you. So it's going to feel heavy. So it's going to convince you that you're not worthy, that you're not enough, that you're running out of time, you're gonna be lonely, you're, you know, there's stuff to be afraid of, it's all fear-based. So when you choose ego, you're choosing more fear to come into your life and more of what you don't want to come into your life. But when you choose intuition, that light, expansive, that silent, calming side of yourself, you're choosing love-based, you're choosing well-being. And when you listen to that voice, that pinched off energy from source energy, that voice of source energy that lives in you, it's only going to lead you to the best results, the best outcome and better than what you can imagine. And number three, the third reason isn't working for you because you don't trust it. So I highly encourage you to start building that relationship between you and your intuition whether you have a good or bad relationship now you can still do this you can start today with building your intuition you can start building that relationship between you and you and your intuition by listing all of the times your intuition was there for you and is still there for you and taking a moment and recognizing what intuition feels like for you which now leads me to our fun soul work Here's our fun soul work for this week. Number one, what are the times your intuition told you this was wrong? This is wrong. I would like you to list out all the times your intuition was screaming no to you. And after you list those out, I want you to check in and notice how did that feel in your body? What did that sound like? What did that look like? So for me, when something says a no for me, I feel it in my shoulders and in my arms and really in my gut area, my midsection. And I just feel this heat and heavy energy when it's like, no, this is all wrong for you. And number two, what are the times your intuition told you this is right for you? This is a yes I want you to list out all those times from work to relationships to whatever happened when you were driving or in the mall or I want you to list out all those times your intuition was screaming yes this is right for you and again check in and notice how did that feel in your body what did that sound like what did that look like and for me It's for for what intuition says to me when it's saying a yes, when it's speaking yes to me, I feel a lightness and it comes from my heart and above my head. So I feel like this expansive light energy. And now this will be different for everyone. I just want to share that with you, what it's like. And I work with so many clients around this and I hear it different for each person and I hear some similarities, but it is very distinct what a yes and no means. And again, you'll have to practice that to make that stronger. And then finally, after you do questions one and two, I invite you to sit back and reflect. When are the times your intuition was there for you, but you did or did not listen to it? So, all the times you did listen, what happened? All the times you didn't listen, what happened then? So, I want you to take a an inventory of what happened when you did or didn't listen to your intuition when it did show up for you. And the next part of this is how can you commit this week to lean on it and trust your intuition more? So what's the one thing you can do to start strengthening and building that relationship between you and your intuition. So that's all the fun work I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you found this very informative. Please send me a voice note. If you're listening through Anchor, you can send a voice note and give me feedback of how this episode resonated with you and what you learned from it and maybe share some of your fun soul work and what came up for you. My hope for you today in listening to this podcast is that it reminds you that your intuition is there for you and has always been there for you. And a reminder to start building that relationship with your intuition again because when you do listen to it, when you fine tune that spiritual gift that you have that everyone has, it will help you navigate this life experience with more ease and more fulfillment. So that's my hope for you. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. Sending love and light to you. Bye bye.